All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, dioders. Ready to live free or die hard with a vengeance. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. I'm a little amped up. And on this year episode of the SNW Experience Podcast, which is, I think, the 42nd episode, I'm joined by my good friend, podcast regular, the Shogun. Hey, fuck this tent. You can hear that shit in the background. That is a tent whirling around in a fucking wind, dude. Like a turd in the wind. Just, uh, uh, we, whatever. Moving on. We in this here episode we discuss a whole bunch of interesting topics from the live action Mulan and how much it sucks from China's live action Mulan and its awesome sequel, unparalleled Mulan. Um, yeah, we really delve into it. You know, I mean. We don't really deep dive into that movie a bit much, but, you know, we got into a bunch of other topics like the grown-up nature of Ben 10 Ultimate Alien compared to the wacky shit that would follow with Omniverse. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, we kind of just do our thing. Just a casual convo between two pals on a podcast, you know, in per- <laughs> You know, I kind of had this thing where I wanted to be like, hey, in preparation for the upcoming Batman movie, we're going to do a, a deep dive on all previous Batman. We kind of did that in a previous episode, all unintentionally. So, well, we got nothing to talk about now. We were wrong. We got plenty to talk about. So, hmm, our podcast is going to be offline for a while. You know, we're going to go on a short hiatus as uh, I get back to work. And, you know, my fellow podcast comrades get back to their, you know, their jobs too. And, you know, in the meantime, when we find the time, we'll watch the Batman. And when we can, we'll get back and you'll hear everything we know about it, you know? I'm warning you now, folks, there will be spoilers when we do that episode. Be warned. Anyway. Ah, that's enough of my incoherent rambling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SW Experience 42. And here we go. like as a society we've advanced enough that we can have spanking in the olympics you know Set Savage just winds up the right hand. He's going for it. Pow! On that left cheek. And the crowd goes wild. On that left cheek. <laughs> crowd goes wild. Like, damn, it's looking right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, you know how for the Olympics you had Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart? Like, they were doing color commentary. Yeah. Imagine them doing that for... <laughs> Dude, I 
man, I fucking laughed my ass off when Snoop Dogg did commentary for UFC. Imagine this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. You, you remember when he was in Call of Duty? Like, what the... <laughs> oh, shit. Now, that was cool. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It was kind of cool hearing Snoop Dogg comments over the fucking online games. Shit. Oh, damn. Yeah. Where did we leave off? I don't think that really matters, man, but, like, shit. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you, Indiana Jones 5, your thoughts on this? They're making a 5. Yeah, they're making Indiana Jones 5. It was, um, it was announced, like, last year that Steven Spielberg dropped out as director and he was being replaced by James Mangold. He directed Logan. Oh. 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 That's, that's interesting. Uh, any it's or, you know, is it just, oh, making a buffalo. Watch the space. I mean, like, yeah, you say. It's like, how did you call take? The fact that, well, it doesn't bode well for, like, the future of it, you know, and, like, there's a reason for dropping out. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know his reasons for dropping out. It's just like I saw in the thing that, uh, oh, uh, sorry, fans. Steven Spielberg has had to drop out as director, but he'll stay on as a producer, and in his place will come in James Mangold. It's just like, I mean, because Spielberg's directed indie one through four, so it's as much his franchise as anybody else's, but like. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's his baby mm. in a lot of ways. Old ass yeah, baby, but still. It's, it's like a wait and see for me. Yeah. Because you know? it's not that Mangold's yeah. bad. Mangold is amazing. Holy shit. You've seen Logan? Please. But do you think it's a good fit for like yeah, Indiana Jones? No. I don't think it's like on the same theme because like Logan has some very depressive elements to it. Yeah. But, uh,. I do think, I do think, you know, now it'll show, like, his versatility as a director. Whether mm. he's able to pull a genre in that role. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's a wait and see for me. It's not like, oh, no, this is a terrible idea. I mean, Spielberg's still, you know, a producer. He's still there so he can give his input if something goes off like oh no this wouldn't exactly work because x y and z or you know this would work instead mm. you know he can still give input it's a different story if you got like taken out of the project altogether then it's like whoa that's kind of concerning you know yeah like if the studio had removed him for whatever reason then it would have been like oh no this movie's yeah yeah then it's kind of doomed Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the live-action Avatar, you know? Yeah. The new 
that's, that's saying something. Departed over creative differences. That's never a oh, good I, sign. I hate that. I hate whenever somebody says that. Your creative differences. No, no, no. There is no difference. There's, you either follow the original or you have all. Like, that's, like, that's the creative difference. Netflix adaptations haven't exactly been up to snuff. Because like, Since there's so many roles out there that are male that are being recast as female, should there be some female roles that are recast as male? And you're like, no, that would be terrible. Like, just no one wants to see that. Like, just no one wants to see male I mean, Wonder Woman. Just. that's messed up okay i can see why that wouldn't work but a male black canary or you know that could work shit
men mm. uh, you were saying yeah I think maybe the idea of like Wonder Woman grew up on an island with full of women, no guys. And like, you think she had a girlfriend? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hey man, this is Wonder Woman, dude. She yeah. probably had like girlfriend and some side chicks, man. We don't know. We we don't know, man. They never really. <laughs> they just said it's her, her first man. That doesn't mean it's her first. Yeah. And she totally knows about sex. Like, she, she knows what sex is, dude. They have, like, the discussion on the boat about, like, how, like, men can't satisfy... Like, women can satisfy men, but men can't truly satisfy women. It's like, how would she know that? Just say it. Yeah. You know. Oh, shit. It would have been an interesting... If they'd put that in a movie, like, I don't know, Diana has this friend on an island and they like hint at something going on between them like you think it would have it would have gone over well wait one second if they if they had like in the Wonder Woman movie with Gal Gadot and them if they'd like didn't just like out and out give Wonder Woman a girlfriend but like gave Wonder Woman a friend that like she was really close to and like hinted that there was oh, something oh. more would that oh, work I don't, I don't know if that would work in the original because it seemed like the movie was centered around her leaving the island but I do understand like that dynamic could play well if yeah if you make reference to your friend like if that's the only life you know the island you're gonna have a best friend and you're gonna talk about her a lot because yeah. you can relate something that you did there on the island to something in real life. Because that's how people draw connections, and that's how you make connections, is you draw it from your past. Mm. So, yeah. I think that would that would be cool. And that could be interesting. But, I don't know. It's up to the directors. Although they're going to have to explain at some point why none of the other Amazons age. Just... None of them. They they look the same from World War One all the way to Zack Snyder's Justice League present day. It's... Yeah, that, that, uh, I don't know. I don't really mean that. Uh, <sighs> Wait, what? Huh? You said something. I, I think it was breaking up. Over. Oh, yeah, but we're clearing up now. You brought up uh, the superior Spider-Man and his more effectiveness, as opposed to how Peter Parker would fight crime. I'm like, I'm. There was like I just thought of the superior Spider-Man. There was kind of a, a sly, like a little bit of a reference to him in No Way Home when Ark gave Dude 
his nanobots back and because like Ark had just gotten his sanity so he like gave back the nanobots that he took and they made like this new spider on his chest and I'm like hey that kind of looks like the yes, yeah yes. Uh, yeah yeah it did it did I mean we're never gonna see that because Ark doesn't exist in this no, world but yeah But on the bright side, we'll see more of, like, Spidey's, like, less famous rogues gallery. Because, I mean, all props to Mysterio, but he was, like, a B-level Spidey villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. He wasn't, like... <laughs> he wasn't, like, a top... He wasn't Spider-Man's biggest threat. I mean, yeah, he was no Green Goblin. He wasn't even Kingpin, oh. man. Like, yeah. I feel, I feel like no other villain can compare to Green Goblin. Yeah. That guy has fucked with Peter's life to hell and back. Just... Exactly. And he's like, just, I can't see anybody else play him but William Dafoe. I'm sorry. It's just, I just can't. Dane DeHaan not doing it for you. Amazing Spider-Man, Chief Goblin, not... He's like the mutant... He's the mutant goblin, not like the green goblin. Do uh, <laughs> look freaky as shit. Oh, man. He looked like... He looked like one of those mutants and like... What's... The X-Men, the stand, right? He looked... Really? Stand. Last stand was kind of a schmoz towards the third act, cause I mean, like yeah, Magneto had amassed this huge army and they were laying siege to the to like that island and shit. But surely, like once they get, I mean, he knew like the cure was this kid whose mutant power was that he deactivated everyone else's powers. But like, surely the moment they get within like seeing distance of this kid. They ain't gonna do shit. I mean, they don't have powers anymore, so what was ultimately the plan here? Just... You know what was ultimately the plan? You remember what Rhodey said about Thanos in Endgame? We should just, like... <laughs> yeah, they're gonna... <laughs> that shit. Uh, okay, <laughs> at the end of the movie, he, like... He's, like, living at the X-Mansion... And like, you know, his hair's starting to grow. My question is, why is he bald? Like, he's not bald, like, because of cancer or whatever. Because at the end of the movie, you see, like, you know, his hair growing back. I'm like, why is he bald? Like, did they shave him? Like, I never understood that. We're going to shave you. Why? I don't know. We're just going to shave you. You're in prison now. Okay, cool. Let me have the hair, please. Dude, just, I, I don't get that. Uh, but, I never understood that logic. Yeah, but the movie X3, Last Stand, that movie begins dark as fuck. Do you remember that scene where, like, Angel was trying to cut his wings off? Holy fuck, man. That's, this is gruesome. Yeah, that was 
I'm just like, kid, can't you wear a shirt or something? Like, what the? And even if you did successfully cut your wings off, wouldn't the blood stain on your back be more sus than angel wings? Like, hey, what's what's going on? Why do you? You just wear like a really big trench coat. Oh, like shit. I think that'll fix all your problems for you, buddy. Really Dude. big trench coat. That's it. The tone set by that scene is never really met by the rest of the movie. Like that scene promises like. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, I, 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 I low key don't like scenes like that. Really. I don't like scenes like that when they're in isolation. If you're gonna make ruin like, like you know, dark, this dude has like he's been outshunned so much from society that he has to cut off his own wings, and then the rest of the movie takes a completely different tone. It's like, uh, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. It's Friday action nights. Like just oh shit, those were the days. Oh man. that voice, dude. That voice. Oh, that voice loves a friend free in my head. Yeah. Oh shit. <sighs> On the, the floor below the shocker being chased by black suited Spider-Man, who shares an adjoining room with the Vinnie Jones' juggernaut. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, the e- it's the ETV guy. You don't know what he looks like. He's just there. He's just... It's like you walk in the you walk in the room and the voice just starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I remember the Trevor Noah thing where he did a joke about that shit. Like um he's like from like from like 8 a.m. all the way to like 10 p.m. it's the ETV guy but like late at night it becomes a woman because like late at night was when uh like the, the the sexy shit would come on you know like those 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 old like 80s R-rated movies those, basically those movies people didn't watch for like story and whatnot you know you know what you're tuning into let's be honest here yeah we, we know why you're here we know yeah. why you're here <laughs> yeah then a movie would come on no, we'd be like, you know, it's a good thing that they switched out the dude for the woman. Can you imagine how creepy those fucking ads would be? Because, like, randomly yeah. it was like, like, I don't know, uh, SMS sex to 31310. Now imagine the dude coming in like, SMS sex to 31318. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, you'll pull, you'll pull. Full higher viewership with that number. I'm telling you, the second that man's on, people go, "Yes, it's a mess now." That would turn you off so fast, dude. Bro, imagine you're like two girls in the mood, right? And then you're like, you're watching TV, and the ad hits, motherfucker. Ah, you, you'd pull out so hard, dude. Like, just, ah, I'm done. You know, just. They actually did studies. We'll go to sleep. No. <laughs> you know, they actually did study back in the day about, um like, male and female attractiveness. And it showed that both men and women find it more attractive when a female puts on a sexy voice than when a guy tries to do a sexy voice. I mean, yes, but I I get you. I get that. I get that. Can't no dude do a sexy voice, dude. Let's just be be out there. There's no man out there that can do a sexy voice. Like, nah. No, no. It's like, guys don't have to do that sexy voice. They just have to do, like, I just woke up, my voice is cracked. I'm gonna send you a voice note. That's all yeah. you have to do. That's it. That's it. And then girls are like, oh my god. Yeah. It's so hot. Or like, if the dude is like, I don't know if you've seen like male voice actors, but like, you have to sound like you're edging yourself while you're talking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's really creepy. Dude, just, uh, I mean, it's not quite seeing Homelander jizz off into the distance floating over Vought Tower levels of weird but like it's right up there and that is an assault on the eyes but this is an assault on the ears just right, <laughs> apparently that's season one that was but they cut it out oh but it was meant for season one they yeah. filmed it back then yeah. But they only used it at the end of season two because it made more sense. Yeah. He hadn't yet How become that think... unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he became he became like 
I think he's just gonna get worse and worse. Yeah. But who's gonna take him down? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what a big change it is from the comics to this? No. Massive, because because like shortly after the wife dies, uh, they or. Uh, What's his name? What's the main guy's name? Carl Urban. What's his character's name? Billy Butcher, yeah. Yeah, Billy Butcher. I was thinking Butcher, but like, I forgot the first name. They break into a facility and they manage to get powers of their own. Huh. And that kind of defeats the purpose, though, because the whole thing is like, they're regular people going up against soups. To give them powers would just be like... I think after his wife dies, he realizes he won't be able to continue. You can't beat them unless you become them. So he takes, he takes like, he gets like a syringe and plugs himself. And then Mother's Milk also does it. And then the French guy, he also does it. Frenchie. And the last person to do it is Stu. What's his name? I can't. I can't remember his name. It's like Dewey or something. Oh, no, it's Dewey. Yeah, Huey. Yeah. Huey. Yeah. Huey, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Huey is like the last person to take it. So they all get powers. Okay. So no, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know if that'll work in uh, the series. It's just the series has been pretty grounded, so it's just like give everybody powers and like. Have them doing some superhero shit against the twisted superheroes. Just ah, I I think you've watched Jessica Jones, right? Yeah. You know she has like Superman powers. Hey, well she's strong and durable, but like. No, she can fly. When she was a hero, she could fly. But the thing is, she got so drunk, she forgot how to. That's kind of comical, man. It is. I can fly, but I got so drunk one night that I forgot how to. Yeah. Yeah, she was the superhero jewel. And, yeah, she could fly. But, yeah. I think if they gave them like Jessica Jones kind of powers it would make sense because then they'd be able to fight these guys take a beating but it'll be more grounded in the sense that you know you're not like there's no airborne battles and Huey's not shooting lasers out of his eyes it's not like none of that shit it'll just be like they'll be able to put up a fight against against these guys instead of being real humans and you know can get the shit kicked out of them and just die They'll be able to take the beating and then give some back as well. Yeah. Like, um... Billy Butcher with with those powers. Bam! Could do some damage. It reminds me of, um... You know Injustice? The the video game. Yeah. Where, like, the Joker and them, they would... In order for them to have fights with Superman and the like, they would have, like, this pill that they would take and it gave them, like, the same levels of durability so that... They could go one on one with guys like Superman and Green Lantern and whatnot. If that's that, oh yeah, then I could totally see yeah. it working. Didn't they ask yeah, you I this could, though? But a while back we mentioned about um, like the Batman's contingency plans. And you were like, is yeah. is was dude right 
to have those plans in place to take out the Justice League. And you were like, yeah, because, you know, it's the Justice League. If they went evil one day, like, who would stop them? So, my question is this. Should the Justice League, in turn, have its own plan to take out Batman if he went rogue one day or became mind-controlled or what the fuck ever? I think they I think they do. But the thing is, right? Bruce is smarter than all of them put together. That's the problem. Think about it. Bruce is smarter than all of those fuckers put because he on his own made a plan to take down every single one of them. You don't think if, if they made a plan to take him down, yeah, I don't think it'll work. How's it gonna work? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I do feel like in some sense, like Batman has had plot armor in certain series where like he's had a fight with Superman. Like, oh no, he had like, there's one last piece of Krypton. I'm like, come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. If Superman really wanted you to rip this motherfucker apart. Yeah. I feel like Batman's always had a plan. That, and there was one time he beat Supes without Kryptonite. So, yeah. It's like that scene in um in Homecoming where it kind of laid out my problem with the Civil War movie. <laughs> where Tony was like, trust me, kid, if Cap wanted to lay you out, he would have. Just, then what's the point of yeah. all this then? Just... Fuck's sakes. Yeah. This shouldn't even be a fight. Yeah. Uh. yeah I, don't, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Batman... You could tell, like, Zack Snyder, I think, made fun of that fact. Because remember the second Doomsday showed up in BVS, Batman was like, nope. <laughs> he nope the fuck out of there. Yeah. He, was, he was gone. So gone. For large chunks of that battle, he was nowhere to be seen. Just he was like, he was like dodging shit. He didn't do anything. <laughs> like when dude let out that blast, and like Wonder Woman was bracing with the shield, Superman was like, you know, grounding himself. Like Bat was just looking for, he was ducking for cover. Yeah, he was like, I need some rope. He was like, Good. <laughs> he was looking at. I mean, this thing, uh, this thing will like mildly hurt them, but it'll kill me. Like just yeah, it'll fuck you. Like I've been doing this shit for a long time. I know that that thing will fuck me up. I'm yeah, done. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. You can find me behind there. Yeah, I mean, That's he chimes in like a little bit at the end when he like blasts the thing with the kryptonite smoke bomb. But it's like, yeah, I helped out. That's so. <laughs> I love because it, it, the scene plays out like, you know, like Superman stabs, it's like Wonder Woman lassos it, Superman stabbing it with a spear, and then, pow, Batman comes in like, I am also here. Like, just... He's like, I'm useful too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. But just, that thing, that thing is not Doomsday. I refuse to call that thing Doomsday, man. That's not Doomsday. Yeah. That's, that's like... Oh, uh, fucking... That's not even... 
fucking that's the abomination. You know what it reminds man. me of? I just remembered something. You know what it reminds me of? Yeah. Remember that sorceress from uh, Intent? Yeah. Uh, Maybe she said uh, summon. Yeah, she used to summon those purple. Those stone guys. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks like him. That's what Doomsday looks like. If they had to make it live action, it would look like Doomsday. <laughs> those fucking. Think about it. Just, just think about it. Yeah, those things were made out of stone, but they were fucking useless, man. Like, yeah. dude. <laughs> Jesus, man. Hey, that show was great. Man. What? Uh, what? I'm going to watch some Ben 10 after this. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, that feel-good moment, you know. It's such a like it's such a show you can put on and you don't watch your tent. Yeah, look, I liked Ben Ten, the original. I especially liked the Ultimate Alien. It was my favorite of that series. You know, because uh, I don't know that sh- that iteration of the show grew up. You know, just because with the original Ben Ten, it was very much like Creature of the Week. You know, like, oh, every week a new monster comes out. Every week they take it down. But with this uh, and, like, the overarching storylines and, like, some serious shit, there was this moment um, where, like, Charmcaster, that was her name. She was Charmcaster, and she she was in this dimension and she was gathering souls. She was, like, gathering up, like, X amount of souls to perform this dark spell that would allow her to bring back her dad. And like Ben and Gwen and Kevin, they try to stop her. And they failed. Holy I was like, holy shit, they failed. She succeeded. The dude comes back. And uh, I was just like blown away, man. Like, what the fuck? But it got like really sad in that moment because like the dad was a good dude. And he came back. He's like, this is what you did to like bring me back. Like you killed X amount of people to bring me back. Like, I don't want like, my name or my life to have been done in exchange for all these lives, you know, like, just, and she reverses the spell, but, like, once, like, Ben and them come back, you know, she's, like, just go. It's, like, she, you can see this, she's kind of broken by this, man, like, like, holy fuck, you did all this stuff to see your dad again, and, like, when he finally shows up, he's, like, I don't want this. You know, just yeah, it's like it's that moment, and like you know, Strange Supreme, when yeah. he tried to um, he tried to bring her back. Mm. Tried, what's her name? Claire. He tried to bring Claire back, and every time he went back in time, she died. She died, and eventually, the one time she came back, she was like, "The same to you." Yeah, this. You know, like look at you, man. Like just, just yeah. yeah. And he lost everything. There's that's there's a bit of a like a sadness to the character. You kind of feel for John Custer. Like she really loved this dude. I mean, he was a dad. I mean, yeah. the depth she yeah. was willing to go to bring him back, and like yeah, yeah. So and even it's like the, yeah, it's, it's like the extent that you go to bring someone back. It's the extent that rips away the part of you with it. Yeah. No, that makes you you. 
And when I don't think anybody yeah. should ever walk that road. Yeah. It's that it's telling like when Ben and them came back, they were looking around and they saw her on her knees and she was like, just go. And like they they for a second it seemed like like Gwen was gonna like go over there and like try to console her a bit, but they were just like, nah, we we need to like leave her be. Like just Yeah. Even they could tell yeah. like, nah, some, some serious shit went down. We need to we need to be gone. We can't be here right now. But yeah. Yeah, and stuff us. Dude. Uh, another moment was that man, that show has was full of shit. You know, like it was full of like this awesome the Guantanamo Bay episode. Shit. It's not Guantanamo Bay, but it like makes allusions to it. Remember there was this general where like he would capture aliens and he would imprison them in this underground prison. And the one like yes. chameleon alien broke out. Think that was depressing. Holy shit. The dude broke out and he wanted revenge against this colonel for keeping him here. Because, like, he was a resistance fighter and he had plans that would help the resistance back on his home world. But the fact that he got captured meant they didn't get the plans. The resistance failed and his wife and kid died because of it. And it's, like, at the end when he's, like, he's, like, go ahead, kill me, please, please. It's just, dude. Yeah, that got dark. Yeah, man. Shit. Uh, but damn, though, man, I mean. On the bright side, we got to see, like, Ultimate Wild Mud. So there's that. There's that, but... But the rest of it, so, shit. Shit, that was... That is depressing. Yeah. It's, it kind of raises the questions, like... Just, like... I don't know, it made me think of, like, how we react to certain threats. Like, you see, like, the plumbers and them... When an alien comes to Earth, it's... What the... Okay. When an alien comes to Earth, uh, it's alien? like... When, when like, aliens come to Earth, you know, the plumbers, they, they kind of welcome you with open arms and stuff like that. You know, like, come... Because yeah. in, like, Omniverse, there was a whole hidden city. So, yeah. But when it comes to, like, what if regular people found out about aliens, realistically speaking, we wouldn't want anything to do with them. We'd probably, if an alien like crash landed near a military base, he'd probably be locked up or killed. Yeah, yeah, realistically. Yeah. So was the, from your perspective, was the general like wrong to do the shit that he did? Because his reasoning was, this is about like our planetary security. You know, like I have to like keep all threats contained and whatnot. I think. I think most of those characters are just cunts, straight up. Just absolute cunts. Because, like, there's no... There's... You don't... When you have a hammer, not everything is a nail. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They treated it like a very hammer and nail situation. Like, don't care why you're here, locked up. You're a threat. Yeah. And this man had, like, lives to take care of. And he couldn't do that because you wanted to be a cunt. So I think if that general died or whatever, I think maybe he fucking deserved it. Yeah. You know? 
He didn't. He got to live. He got to go home to his family. Just, I mean, he didn't really face repercussions for that because, well, the, no one knows about this prison. The prison was secret, so it's kind of hard to bust someone yeah. for something that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That is, that is true. But yeah. still... It's just, it's so shitty. Yeah, she, the character, kind of just got to get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst, when the character just gets away with shit like that. There's no... Uh, there's no responsibility or, you know... Yeah. Taking ownership for your actions. There's none of that. Yeah. I kind of hate that when it happens in shows. Yeah. But sometimes that, that needs to happen, so... When the character eventually gets their comeuppance, it means all that much more. But they they have to get oh, yeah. that comeuppance. The comeuppance has to happen in order for it to work. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. You can't just let them carry on. But I feel like even on the small level, maybe you don't get punished in a big way. Maybe it's a small thing. And those small things add up and then eventually if you keep on doing this shit and you know that you're facing consequences for it then you deserve whatever you get you deserve it yeah and it's a feel it's a good feeling when you see them finally get what's coming to them not gonna lie oh yeah yes finally it was this one movie um Dude, you remember the Mulan, the live-action Mulan from 2020? That movie... Yeah. Hey, that movie... Is, it's not the original. I, I get it. The original... None of them will ever be. Yeah. Just, but, dude, this movie fails at what it sets out to do. It wants to be a more serious version of that movie. Okay, it tries. But you it, can't. Yeah. It doesn't really... Hey. thing is there is a way better live action version of that movie made by actual like like china made their own mulan movie and it's amazing holy shit it's an actual war movie the war does not wrap up in a matter of days they're out there for fucking months and people die holy shit people die Oh, damn. And the number one thing I loved about this version, Mulan does not expose her identity. For fuck's sakes, man. Yeah, I feel like that defeated the entire purpose. Yes. Cause of her doing that. In, in the animated one, she got exposed. Like, she got hurt, she needed medical attention, and, like, that's how they found out. But in the, the, yeah. the live-action one, she pulls her fucking hair down and charges into battle... Like, fully exposed, and she's like, yeah, I'm a woman. What? <laughs> that would have been funny. But, like, if she actually showed up, like, yeah, I'm oh. a woman, so what? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> the whole point was that she disguised herself as a dude. And, like, yeah. oh, you just, they just, I don't know. stop this shit. In the trailer, they were like, the dad, you know, like the mom was like, you need to, like, you need to stop her. You need to, like, tell them what's going on. Or, like, the Mongols will kill her. And then the dad was like, if I expose her, our own people will kill her. But then, like, you never get that feeling. You never get the feeling that 
Donnie Yen and them are actually going to kill this character. Like, just... Nah. There's no evidence to suggest that. Yeah. Not whatsoever. Yeah. They seem like that kind of people. Yeah, and they cut out the music. They cut out, like, the song. The thing Disney does better than anyone, the songs in the movie. And they they decided, nah, we're we're not going to do that. Fucking Aladdin had songs. Fucking... just Beauty and the Beast had songs. What are you? Why do you not have the songs? Some of the best songs are from the Mulan movie. Why are they not in here? Yeah. Uh. No. I I feel like they should stop adapting these movies. Just hmm. need to. The animated versions are perfect because they crafted so well. And animation. It gives you the ability to do things you're never going to do in live action. Yeah. That's the power of it. You'd never have... I'm telling you, if... if Diverse was a live action movie, it would not work. Yeah. It would not work as a movie. It takes that animated flair and it works. And if it It was live action, it'd be expensive as fuck. Holy shit. Yeah, Actually, the the animated version was quite expensive. Yeah. Because do you know Sony? So Sony invented a whole new way of drawing. You know that those little dots that you see. Yeah. Like, like when they zoom in really close. Zoom into the thing, the logo. Yeah. Yeah, that's patented. They patented. They created a whole new design style for this movie. based a shit ton of money on it. It's kind of like what Warner did with that. Um. What's a Shadow of Mordor thing? Where, like, the AI, like, adapts to your styles and whatnot? Like, oh, no, that thing. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's kind of... Warner patented that shit so that nobody else could use it but them. So it's kind of the same. I don't know. When it comes to tech, the more and more I'm discovering, the more and more people, like... <sighs> Bullshit because those games are kind of shit. But dude, just okay. The second one's shit. The first one's great. Uh, second one's shit. Yeah, but dude, just imagine what games like Assassin's Creed or or Uncharted or fucking GTA could do with adaptive AI. AI that adapts to how you play. Just damn, the possibilities, man. There's adaptive. AI. That you know, Dark Souls has adaptive AI. Mm. Outside of that, there's certain, yeah, yeah. I was, I had a point that I was trying to how many times you fall, yeah, 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 yeah. I had a point that I was trying. Oh, we were talking about like characters getting the clubs. No, the, the Mulan movie. They, she never exposed herself. It got a sequel. That movie got a sequel. It's called Unparalleled Mulan. Or it has another movie, depending on... I mean, it has another title. It, like, depending on what country you're watching it in, it may have a different title, but whatever. The one I said it was called Unparalleled Mulan. There's this dude. Because like, in this one, she re-enlists into the army because like her village is under threat of like invasion. You know, it's basically like a 
it's basically a draft, like in the first one, that's like, hey, so-and-so come in, so-and-so come in. And they're like, because uh, she never exposed herself, they draft the, you know, the identity that she gave. And she's like, you know, I have to, I have to re-enlist because like this threat is serious. They're like coming for our people and whatnot. In the movie, there's this dude and he, he wants, he basically enlisted for the glory. No pride, no, no, no national pride. No, I need to defend my people. He basically enlisted for the glory of it all. And this guy, dude, the whole movie, the thing is, in order to be like glory, you have to have like courage and whatnot. And when the fighting starts, this dude ducks for cover. I'm not even, when they get captured, he sells out the camp and like they use him as, as bait and he goes along with this shit. Like just, and he, he fucking gets, he, dude is responsible for so much crap. And by the end of the film, he gets away with it. We see him run off and we don't see him die. But then, like, that's why I said, like, it's amazing when the character gets what's coming to them. Because, like, after the credits, I, I didn't think this movie would have an after credit scene. I just didn't change the channel. But, like, after the... Because I was pissed. I was kind of pissed. Like, this motherfucker got away with it. But then, after the credits, we see him walking in the woods. Like, we, I assume he was heading home. I was like, no fucking way this guy's still alive. And then we hear, we hear wolves in the distance. And we see him running. And then we cut to black. It's like, oh, okay. Now I'm happy. He got what he, he got what he deserved, yeah. motherfucker. Um, yeah. Won't die. Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> I love those moments where it's like like show but don't tell show but don't really show. They're just like, hey, yeah. we don't need to see him get mauled. But just know he's gonna get mauled. <laughs> yeah, we just it's gonna happen so yeah. it's alright oh shit but hey man it, it also fits the character you know coward to the end like just you know coward to the end yeah, yeah. I mean you die or you live yeah that's yeah that shit's true you know shit man like, dude Ben I I remember this shit from like uh, like Benton. They finally explained in Omniverse why the watch gives him doesn't give him the transformations that he wants. Because he slams. Yeah, because he slams. slammed the thing. He's like, when you slam it down, it sets the timeout function to a random time, and it also makes the the selection random. And then every episode after that, he like pressed down instead of like slamming on it. So just yeah. It showed like oh, it's cooler when he slams it down. Yeah, because then you get like that big flash, like pow! Like, oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I remember the one episode like he smacked it. He like his one arm was restrained, so he hit it on the corner or something. So yeah. the menu would come up, and he's like, "I hope this is the right alien." He smashes <laughs> it against the wall. <laughs> How is the thing not broken? Just... As as must have like I I don't know I don't know what kind of test this man was doing. He probably nuked the watch at one point. Like yeah, yeah. Ben will do more damage than this. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing. Yeah. One thing I w- I wish we got more of Ben Ten with master control on the watch. I wish we got more of that because in Alien Force he had master control. 
and he unlocked all the aliens that were available on that watch. And the watch had like voice commands that he could issue. And the watch could do all this amazing shit. I wish we got to see that. Well, I, I get that we won't. I get that if we saw it more often, it wouldn't be special. But for like those, you know, this is it. You know, we're in the end game now. Those kind of moments, I wish he, we got to see him use master control. You know? Yeah. Would have been tight. Yeah, I do wish that. But you know what? You know, master control reminds me. You know, it's in the first uh, Spider-Man movie, it's like baby mode. It's like Azimuth put in permanently uh, baby mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> baby training protocol. Like Ben's baby mode. Oh, dude. Wow. Just, Think about yeah, it. Yeah, it fits. Oh, shit, man. But, like... Uh, the fact that Peter Parker hotshotted his way straight to unlocking all the stuff, it's like, I get it, he would do that. He's a teen, he doesn't want to like, go through each level of training. He wants like, I want it all and I want it now. It makes sense, but like, eek, it, it hampers him later on. Cause like when he tries to use the webs, like the wrong web comes out and you know, like just, ah shit, you know. And then he learns how to use the different webs. But you know what's weird? Is that he never used it again. Yeah. Never. He never used the different webs that he had on the suit. He just constantly used regular webbing. Yeah. It's just... I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of dumb. You introduce all this shit. And then... You never see nothing. it again. And, you, and then you introduce Karen. And then she's just gone. Exactly. She's not even in No yeah. Way Home. She's just gone. Oh, yeah. shit. Dude, she was barely in the second one, too. She was barely there. Yeah. No, I don't think she was at all. No, there was the scene when, you know, when, like, Mysterio died and he was like, is this real? And you're like, oh, you're like, yes, yes it is. Like, was that, wait, was that Karen or the glasses? That was, that was Edith. That was the glasses. Oh. Oh, fuck. This movie didn't have Karen at all. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, because think about it, right? He had the iron suit, which doesn't have an AI, right? Yeah. Then he had the black suit, which feels like that stealth just, suit, so it didn't come with yeah. an AI. It was like a recon suit. And then he made his own suit at the end, and that yeah. didn't have a Karen in it. Huh. She wasn't there yeah. at all. Brought back Jennifer yeah. Connelly for one role, and then psh, ghosted her. Damn you, Marvel! <laughs> uh. Uh, and then the third one, yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, well, the Stark Network was down, so. I think I think I know why they did that. Is because it's like it gave him that. Iron Man Jr. feel that he has an AI too. Yeah. They slowly started moving away from it, which I did like. Yeah. These are Spider-Man villains. This is a Spider-Man suit. This is a proper Spider-Man movie. The character has been reset back to zero, and he can be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man we've wanted since Homecoming, man. Uh, He he can... He's going to be the most... He's going to be the truth, by the way. Yeah. We got to see every transition. Mm. Too fast. Like, Luaya's one just, like, grew up so fast. Andrew's one barely grew up. He, like, went to first year uni, second year uni, and that's it. 
Oh, he was, he graduated in the second one. We saw the, the ceremony, so must have been, like, what? In the first yeah. one, he was yeah, in, like, second graduated. to last year? Yeah. He was, like, grade 11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Looked like he was, was in grade 11. Yeah, just, I mean, he was too old to be fucking grade 11. Both, both him and Toby were, like... Hey man, are you kind of old to be like playing a high school kid? Yeah, uh. yeah exactly. Dude. Then, like Holland, perfect. Yeah. He fit that young Spider-Man role perfectly. Yeah. Uh, even even Stan Lee, dude, I fucking love this shit. Like Stan Lee saw Tom Holland in like a movie, and he he said that Spider-Man, like just. That stamp of approval right there. The dude who made all those possible being like, that is Spider-Man right there. Like, just... I mean, oh. I mean yeah. Like, anybody bringing up an argument would be like, shut up. Even yeah. Stanley said he was the best. Yeah. He was like, that's Spider-Man. So, yeah. Dude. Y'all can all suck it. Y'all can all suck it. Honestly, when I saw Tom Holland in Spider-Man Homecoming, I, I didn't have that moment until I saw him lifting the rubble. Like willing himself, yes, yes. yeah, because yeah. there was he was trapped, and he like he looks down in the water and he can see the mask, and like half his yeah. face is visible, but half the mask is visible, and it's just, dude, that iconic Spider-Man lifting rubble shot, straight out of the comics, just, yeah, uh, right there. I'm like, yes, that is Spider-Man. Like, I, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I said that in the theater. I'm sitting in my chair pointing at the fucking screen like, that is Spider-Man. Shit. Oh, man. Man, that scene got me kind of emotional. Yeah. They finally, they finally did it. Like, it yeah. took them years and they finally did it. Like, I know people like, oh, yeah, real legends remember Maguire, but like, like people look at Maguire Spider-Man with a bit of rose-tinted lenses. Yeah. It's it's a lot of nostalgia and those movies like I think when Holland is done he will be Spider he'll like he will be the Spider Man. Yeah. <sighs> he said like um, yeah. if I'm thirty years old um, and I'm still Spider Man, like something has gone wrong. Like if he's thirty he's he meant like if he's thirty years old and he hasn't and, like, Marvel hasn't introduced Miles Morales or Spider-Woman or, like, whatever, then, like, something's wrong here. Like, just... Yeah. You agree with that, man? Yeah. Feel, you feel like it's... it's uh, yeah? Uh, the thing about him being Spider-Man in his 30s. Yeah, like, if he's still Spider-Man in his 30s and he hasn't, like, introduced Miles Morales or Spider-Woman, like, something's wrong here. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Frazier kind of, he kind of took some, um, He's been snacking a bit much. Mm, that's a polite way of putting it. Man, why don't you just say what you're trying to say? Dude got fat. 
yeah, dude-looking thick. He got, yeah, and he's kind of bald. And... Yeah, but he's like, you know, getting back in shape. I mean, not the same shape. Let me just say he's slimming. He's not as fat as he used to be. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. He's coming back. He's Firefly in the Batgirl movie. So... He's coming back. I mean, okay, this Doom Patrol yeah. as the, the the dude in the suit. Oh, he was. I don't know that. Yeah, Bridget Fraser was in Doom Patrol. Who did you think that was? I didn't watch it actually. <laughs> this guy. Well, but I heard it's good. Yeah, it's and amazing. I will watch it. It's amazing. Is it? It's, um, I remember this shit, like, um, like, oh, there was this post about, um, all these people gushing out at Marvel for having, like, the first openly gay character in the Eternals, when DC had fucking, like, a, a, a transgender streets in, in Doom Patrol, and, like, <laughs> all this wacky shit, just... Yeah, I think you tweeted something like that. I was like, oh, interesting. All yeah. right. Oh, shit. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't talk when it comes to LGBT shit because I really have nothing to say. I, I, let me rephrase that. I have nothing smart to say. Let me just say that. But, like, that was the one time I was like, hey, like, nah, I need to say something because no one else will. Oh. Oh man. I mean, yeah, you gotta push. You gotta stick it to Marvel. Yeah. Oh shit, though. But just. Ah. Uh, with the. Eter what do you think of the ending for the Eternals? I just watch. I just watch the clips on YouTube, oh. man. I haven't seen the ending. I know with the Star Fox thing. I think it's all mud. You know about the after credit thing? Yeah, the after credits, yeah. No, Star Fox was mid-credits. I'm talking about after credits shit. What's the after credits? Blade. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Wow, that is the most underwhelming reaction I've ever heard to Blade. <laughs> like, just... I tell you, the Blade is in this. You're like, oh, yeah, well, that's cool. Just... What the... <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Was yeah. Blade Trinity that bad? <laughs> oh. oh, damn. Oh, you're right there, man. Shit, dude. This movie was finally giving us Blade versus Dracula, and it sucked. <laughs> With all due respect to Dominic Purcell from Prison Break and Legends of Tomorrow. I don't buy him, he's Dracula, just, just this buzz cut dude, just roaming the streets, why, he stops in a, in, in a sex shop, there's a scene, there's a scene where he stops in a sex shop, and he sees like, all the vampire paraphernalia, like, why, did we really need this scene, just, why, <laughs> Uh. Nah, we did not. 
There was so many. But I will give props where props are due. This movie gave Triple H his first acting credit and some of the most ridiculous dialogue I have ever heard in my life. Dude, dude walks up to Ryan Reynolds like, Hey, dickface, you seen my dog? Uh, it's like, what the... And there's a scene where he like pulls an arrow out of his eye and they were, they were talking about like, oh, the, the blade in them, they surprised us. And he's like, like, they caught us off guard. They practically ass raped us. Just, what the, who wrote this? Just, oh. The movie was so fucked up. The most fucked up thing in it has to be the vampire chihuahua. Just, just look, Ryan Reynolds running away from a vampire chihuahua. Just what the? oh, you you love to see it, man. You oh, love to see it. it. Like, <sighs> is it as bad as the Hulk dogs? Almost. <laughs> almost, he says, almost. Yeah. There's one thing I questioned of that whole thing. Other than the obvious question of why, but the main thing I questioned of the Hulk dog scene, like when the Hulk grabs one of the dogs and he's holding it upside down, I can see the dog's dick. Why? Oh, why did the animator feel the need to give the Hulk dog a big ass dick. Like, just, why? We don't need to see that. <laughs> you need to show that when you go Hulk, you're not compensating for anything. Oh, I mean, shit, dude. Just, uh, there's a scene in that movie where, like, one of the dogs is biting his left hand, one of the dogs biting his right, and then a third dog comes in from the middle and bites him right in the groin. Like, what the. Yeah. Did we really need to see that? Come on, man. I think, I think we do. And this is the guy who directed Brokeback Mountain. Let that sink in. Just <laughs> let that sink in. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a weird transition, though. Just from Hulk 2003 yeah. to Brokeback Mountain. Just... Uh. Some people have diverse... Uh... You know? Yeah. Diverse resumes. You know, like... Like, well, that superhero shit didn't work out. Let me try a a gay romance story. You know, just like... Well, that was amazing. Let me try Life of Pi now. Just... uh, Man. Some interesting movies, man. It's better than some people, you know, like, Roland Emmerich is just like, these great disaster movies, what's this most of his filmography? Uh, The Day After Tomorrow, 2012, that movie 30,000 BC, just movie after movie after movie, just like, yo, can you do something else? Like, okay, Stonewall Riots, okay, fuck off, dude, go back to doing disaster movies, just, just yeah, man. stick to what you're you good at. <laughs> 
made an LGBT disaster movie. Like, come on, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, it's like, dude, the main thing people came out of that with was like, dude, his defense for why the movie his defending of that movie was so fucking tone deaf dude like just like the people of the community came forward cause like the main guy was was, was a white dude and like the heroes of Stonewall weren't just white people they weren't just gay people they were they were blacks they were lesbians they were bi's they were were trans people why is like the lead character a white gay guy and his his defense of that film was like I didn't make this movie for, like, gay people. I made this movie so that anybody could, like, tune in and watch it. Like, what the fuck are you saying? Just... <sighs> yeah, some people are tone deaf, man. Yeah. But anyway, moving on from... Oh, by the way, Moonfall. <laughs> that premise sounds utterly... Oh... I remember um, the trailer. It was like in 1969, like Apollo, what was it, 13? Like Apollo 13 lost contact with, with Earth for like six minutes. Like that's what you were told in history class. This isn't true. In reality, like we found something. And the government has been keeping it a secret for like the last 50 years. Just, and the, the, like, uh, the moon is on a crash course for Earth. Also, the moon is not what you think it is. <laughs> Damn. That's some hard hitting shit from 2005. Let's go. I gotta see this now. Yeah. If it was actually 2005, I would be like, yo, man, let, let's go. Yo, that's a movie. Let's go. We gotta watch this. But this just sounds absurd, dude. Just, what? Okay. Number one, yeah. why is the moon on a crash course to Earth? Did you just wake up one day and say, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm a, you know, I've been waiting all this time. I'm finally going to make my move on Earth. I've been, like, going round and round, but, like, I'm finally, I'm coming out of the friend zone. You know, like, I'm just... <laughs> oh, shit. Also, the moon isn't what you think it is. Just... What the fuck is it, then? Because, I mean, the trailer doesn't say, but it just leaves me the question of, what the fuck is it then? Like, I always thought the moon was just that. A moon. But like, oh, it's not what you think it is. The government's kept it under wraps all the... Nah. No. I'm sorry. That's... I don't buy that. That part I buy the least out of everything. The government's kept it under wraps. Like, what about when other people go to the moon? moon? Just... Yes! How do we keep the moon? Yeah. Like other countries are gonna want to go there. Fucking be that shit. What happened to them? Just like you're gonna say, ah, nah, nah, nah. You can't, you can't go up there. No, just like, oh shit. Yeah, we're keeping it under wraps. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You can't, oh, you can't go up there. Oh damn. It's like in Roland Emmerich's 2012, where like the the world was coming to an end. The government knew about it, so they built these arcs, and they were gonna like slow, like funnel the like the rich and the the people that they deemed worthy to the thing. I'm like, there is no fucking way the government could keep that big of a secret. Somebody would 
blow the whistle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would found out what would happen. Like, all right, let the people know. Also, nobody, nobody in fucking China where they're building the arcs is like, hey, I wonder what they're doing over there. Like, just why are there three ships sticking out of the mountain? Like, just. Uh, you're telling me you kept that under wraps. That. Three big-ass arcs just stationed up there. You managed to stop people from looking in that direction and being like, Hey, what's, what's that? Just, uh. Jesus, dude. Nah, so, uh, that man needs to re-evaluate the plot points of his movies. He's just, like, whack. Yeah. Just... You know, you know what also bothers me, like, Mecha Godzilla, man. Mecha Godzilla what? bothers me. It's like, how did what? nobody fucking know? What are you talking about, man? I'm talking about the Godzilla. You know, Godzilla was King Kong and there was yeah, Mecha yeah. Godzilla. Like, how did nobody know? How did nobody leak this information? It was underground. How could they know? It was... They actually had a reason to keep shit. It was underground in a secret facility that only they knew about. The only people who knew about it were the people who worked there. Okay, but like, they must have gotten like an average Joe to come and like fucking... No, but they're not asking PhD motherfuckers to come like, Yeah, can you weld steel? Like really expensive steel? Nah, they, they're calling... They're, I don't know. Me to... from... from from down the road because he had welding experience they're calling that guy if you're going to question that he's going to be like if, if you're questioning that question. then you're going to have to question the bat cave how did Bruce oh. get all his shit in here without construction crews and fucking building equipment and all that you know you're going to have to question that if you start questioning this I won't question the Bat Cave. In fact, do you know the new Bat Cave isn't actually a cave? Huh? It's a, it's a tunnel. It's a subway tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Batman, it's this abandoned tunnel. That's a practical thing. That actually, That's you know... Practical. And it looks like shit. It looks like if, some, if he just set it up on his own, it looks like that. It's an abandoned tunnel, man. Like, of course it looks like shit. What are you... And yeah, I get it. It does look like he would he set it up by himself because like him and Alfred, just it is just him and Alfred. It's not like, yeah. Because if just imagine if some construction company got an order to design a secret lair somewhere for Bruce Wayne, and then a little while later, a bat themed vigilante shows up. Someone's gonna be like, "Hey, you know, didn't we make like a bat themed lair back in the day?" It's like, yeah. Who was that for again? That that Wayne guy, which is you said he was gonna turn into a strip club, the liar. <laughs> oh, underground strip club, man, in a railway station, really. <laughs> you fell for that yeah, shit. Not in a railway station, but like underneath the house. Hell yeah, I would have one of those. Yeah, it's like that. Um. It's like that line in Saints Row 4 where, like, the president was like, you know, when we get back, when we, like, get back to Earth, I think I'm gonna, like, redesign the White House. Maybe add a few more stripper poles. He's like, you added stripper poles to the White House? He was like, yeah, it was my first act as president. Like, just... <laughs> Wild. 
meetings and shit you can bring in like candy and crystal in them just <laughs> yeah candy and crystal just yeah. have them waiting in the next room you know like just the meeting wraps up in five minutes you know just just have them on standby <laughs> yeah I'm trying to get that pretty one from from from, uh, from correspondence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit in terms of this conversation in the movie Barbershop, they were like, uh, like every president has bitches at some point. You know, like every president had bitches. He's like, and the guy was like, nah, bullshit. Like, what about George Washington? Like, he owned slaves, dude. They were his bitches. Like, just. <laughs> what the f- Washington was kind of a pump, though. Yeah. That man was like a pump. Loki a pump. Oh, shit. Do you know what's the reason he he spent so much time with the French, like, the f- like the French government is because France had the best brothels in Europe. No Still joke. Do. It was wild. Yeah. Oh shit. And they legit didn't let him near the Declaration of Independence because they knew he'd write a dick joke there. No joke. That was one of their reasons. <laughs> oh, legend. Absolute legend. I remember hearing some shit about um, this woman was like, hey, she's like, hey, do you know the, the reason the French called Louisiana Louisiana was so that women could have a place to show their tits? Like, wait, what? <laughs> that can't be for real. I was like, yo, let me look this up. This can't be for real. Like, just, oh, damn. I never got around to that. Still haven't, but, like, it's just, like, a nice little thing, like, what if they did? What if the French called Louisiana that so women could have a place to show their boobs? Like, just, man, the entire state as like, a nudist colony. Just. Man, they really meant it when they say it's the land of the free and the brave. <laughs> land of the free. Home of the buck ass nude. Just. Oh, Home of the buck ass. <laughs> oh, damn. in our conversations where we just like breathe these deep sighs and be like ah what is what is yeah. that to talk about bro no idea I'm going to a bar next week Friday that's like the only interesting thing happening that I can discuss I gotta go teach a class next week Friday that's what shit dude like I'm going back to teaching practice you know shit oh shit I'm actually looking forward this is your final this is your final yeah no, no, actually, still got um, we still gotta do a special need school. So, yeah, it's still that. Oh but, yeah. damn. I'm trying to push this TEFL thing. 
hopefully get placement mid or end of next year. Where are you going? I mean, Korea. Korea. Oh, yeah. Plan B after Japan didn't work out. To be honest, the more and more I looked at Japan, more and more less. it's a pain in the Japan as a foreigner. Yeah. They don't really like foreigners. Korea loves foreigners, on the other hand. Yeah. It's like there's a whole town in Korea that has these chicks that hook up with foreigners. No joke. Okay. That's kind yeah. of... Sounds kind of nice, but like kind of sauce at the same time. But like, this, like they have that it's specific really fetish. Just uh, yeah, they they have a thing for foreigners. I mean, they like exotic meats. Come on, mm-hmm. can't fault them. Is or in your case, exotic meats and spices. Just yeah, exactly. I have to <laughs> give them a little bit of masala on the side. <laughs> so you keep them hooked. Oh shit, man! But hey, man, at least you get some good TV shows while you're over there. I mean, they'll be in Korean. Oh, definitely. You know, they'll be in Korean. I'll be like, "Fuck with the subtitles!" Like, oh damn, I need to make my own subtitles now. Yeah. Uh, These like pick up the language, you know? Shit. which is actually like Chinese it's it's much easier to understand Hangul I think that's the that's the name yeah ah but um still though man it's shit what movie I can't even remember like dude there was so much shit I wanted to talk about that I didn't but, like, now that I got you, it's like, I can't even... It happens every time we talk. There's always some stuff I want to talk yeah. about. I, I forget yeah, what it is, but, like... Yeah, then we talk about out. something else. But, like, yeah. yeah. Shit. Oh. I, think, I think you make list. Just, like, have a list in front of you. Every time we yeah. have a pause, you bring up the thing. Yeah, I, I used to do that. <laughs> I actually did that the first time around. Like, when we started the podcast, I would have a list of things we wanted to talk about. Problem is that we would burn through the list and they would just be like, okay, now what? Just, uh, now, now what do we do? Yeah. Hey, you excited for Jurassic World's Dominion? No, I'm not. I won't even watch it in cinemas. I'm gonna know Batman though. Yeah, you gonna. Pre- we gotta go. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely. You wanna like orchestrate? What you wanna go together? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We never seen a movie together though. We've mo- never. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not like uh, it's not for lack of trying. It's just like <laughs> things have never synced up. You know. Like, Is it- yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Macbeth. Oh, no, Macbeth does not count. <laughs> just, that was bizarre, man. <laughs> yeah. That was so ass. That movie was ass. The popcorn was mid. It was just terrible. 
uh, the uh, funniest thing was when dude, when like Michael Fassbender was was banging the chick, and like he he stopped after like a minute, like he was done, and someone in the crowd was like, "What? That's it? Just <laughs> oh, funniest part of the whole thing, just like oh, was that it? Shit." <laughs> Wow. I don't remember that scene. Uh, what happened? It's like, woman, now is. Imagine your man is doing such a bad job. You start reading. Like, wow. It's so weird, dude. Like, this. It was like, um. What was it? Macduff? I think that was his name. Like, he, he picked up his sword. And he like started running off into the distance, but there was like a little kid on the battlefield, like, and he picked up Macbeth's sword, and like he ran off into the distance, like, what is going on here? Yeah, nobody explained it. Yeah, just, it just happened. We we just looked like, what the fuck are these weirdos doing? Legit, all the way back to campus, we were talking about like, what the fuck was that? Just, oh, shit. I remember because, like, I, I was like, you know, dude, it felt very much like they were setting up Macbeth 2. Like, just, like, that's never going to happen because that doesn't exist. There is no Macbeth 2. Just, hey, Shakespeare didn't do sequels. Yeah, he's not that kind of guy. He's, uh, he's not to mention all his fucking characters die at the end. So what would the sequel even be about? Just uh, the fucking ghost of Hamlet's coming back to be all mopey and shit. Just I don't know. Just uh. he's looking for his mom. <laughs> Wait, did she su- did she survive? Like at the end? Cause yeah, she survived. Yeah, she did. Cause I remember, like, he killed the uncle. The, the dude he was sword fighting with died because, like, he got him with the poison blade. And then Hamlet died because, like, he got stabbed with the poison, too. So I'm like, did she survive? Like... No, she lived. Oh. All right. Shit, so. His friend lived, too. Yeah. Uh, Horatio, yeah. That line, like, uh... Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Just... Yeah. So weird, but yeah. Oh man, what was I gonna say? Just anyway, this has been <laughs> my wrapping you up. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we lost the sponsors, man. I mean the sponsorship space. The remember I told you on Anchor FM, there's this space for like, um, like when we get a sponsor, they'll slot it in there. Or when they find a sponsor that'll, that fits the vibe of the show, they'll slot it in there. Like they, uh, updated the terms and conditions to say like, they only, like from now on, they're only going to put that on people who have like an average of 50 viewers or more. So, eh, that's not us. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not us. We're still growing our numbers. Yeah. But, like, dude. Ah, <sighs> hey, the copyright oh, thing. Did I tell you about that copyright thing? Yeah, you 
they yeah. interact with the copyright. I thought that I was being copyrighted by Warner. Because like, it was this old episode that you and I did where we practically shit-talked them for an hour. So I thought, like, yeah, yeah. they copyrighted us for some reason. You know, it turns out, no, that's not it. Uh, the reason I got copyrighted was because of a song that I used. I forgot to give credit. There's a thing, it's like, uh, like those, they say, like, it's fine if you use our music, but you need to, like, say what the name of the song is, where you got it from. You know, like, there's a list they have. You need to copy and paste that there. You know, just like, I forgot to do that. So I'm like, oh, man, like, that, that was my fault. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mind you taking the money uh, from this thing. So, like, you know, go ahead. You, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this shit. So, yeah. Ah, uh, shit. I mean, I took the video down, obviously, but, you know. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I see. Ah, uh, so... Uh, I feel weird about YouTube. Yeah. But, you know, just... I took it down. I'm not re-uploading that. Nah, I put in so much time and whatnot. Like, just getting all that footage. Because it's two hours long. And I'd, like, split it into one-hour bites. So, I had to do that and put in, like, transition music so it wasn't just one long shit. And then, like, find it, like do the, the intro, the outro and shit like that. So, just, like... Nah, I'm not redoing that. You could just, I'm yeah, giving you that one. Yeah, it's way too much work for you for it to just be like, oh no, we're gonna copyright strike it. Yeah, so, I get you. Yeah, shit. Those um, the gaming videos I would put on YouTube, they they got regular views, like an average of three views. It's called the channel, and it's called Feeling the Mode. Like I put it on. I call it feeling okay. the mode because, like, the, the flash thing. It's like, uh, remember, like, the chick from the future is like, wow, that is so crash. Or it's like, man, yeah. I'm really feeling the mode. Like, just, so I'm just like, okay, feeling the mode. Dude, <laughs> in the old days, I just called them FTM, not realizing what that meant. Holy shit, I made a huge mistake calling them FTM because. Like, I didn't realize till I looked up, like, what? Because I got a weird comment, and then I was just like, okay, let me look up. What does FTM stand for? FTM stands for, it's an acronym for female to male. People use that to, when they're transitioning from female to male. So, oof. Just, yeah. That is, yeah. I had to go back and change every fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to give people the wrong impression here. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's. Oh yeah, definitely I'm not. not. Like, yo, that ain't me. Yo, like, just. <laughs> uh, it's like that Seinfeld thing. It's like, uh, like they're talking about like the dude being gay, and like camera comes back and it's like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, you know, that's just not what's going on. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Oh. Well. Man, shit. It's like, reminding me of this. <laughs> this is seed. Holy shit. This made me laugh so hard. There was, um, like, Tommy Dreamer was discussing, like, how Ric Flair, the, the wrestler on plane on a plane ride, like, every now and then, like, when the, when the boys were, like, like, the wrestlers and whatnot, they got, like, all liquored up. 
and they were in a good mood. Like Ric Flair would like come walking down the aisle. Like he would go all the way to the front, and then he would come like walking back down, wearing like his robe. And keep in mind, he's wearing nothing but a robe. And like when he gets there halfway, he would stop. He would open up the road, and he would like twirl his hips in such a way that his dick would whirl round and round like a helicopter, and then you go woo. Like, like, that's messed up enough on its own, but like, <laughs> like Tommy Dreamer goes on to add, like, oh, he's called Nature Boy for a reason. He's got a hammer on him. I saw this reaction video that after he said that, it cut to a shot of the Boondocks being like, "Nigga, you gay," and then it cuts to Kramer coming in like, "Not that there's anything wrong with that." Just. You know they were going to come back, but the, the granddad passed away before they could, you know, get the, the show off the ground. Shit. <sighs> Man. That is quite sad. Yeah. yeah. But do you think the boondocks would have worked in this PC world that we're living in now? so fast the only way to truly make something like that is if you're an independent studio like completely independent and you're like uploading it like I don't know, somewhere else mm. because most of these are controlled by idiots most of these big platforms so it's just the only way you can yeah have content yeah that show would get so much hate so much like so quick, man. It's not even funny. Ah. Uh. were called Long Beach Griffey. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he posted content like, this is what it means to be transracial, and he'd he'd like do comedy sketches about that shit, like hot button topics. And YouTube like shut him down for a good weeks. Dude. Yeah. What the hell? Dude. He didn't have any copyright strikes. Yeah. They shut his channel down and they didn't give him any explanation. Hmm. Not even the the usual we've been getting complaints. Just straight up cancel the motherfucker no reason. Yeah. Straight up. Damn. Yeah. Dude, get you this. Does not love. Get a load of this, man. Yeah. This was printed. This story came out in was written in March of 2021, right? I didn't I don't know how I missed this, but this came out in March 2021. The Boondocks are going to be rebooted. What? They're rebooting no, the Boondocks, saw... man. It better be in like Comedy Central or someplace where they can actually take a joke. I don't know. I don't know. They're not. They don't say where it's going. Uh, but they said, um, like the reason the original was cancelled because of was because of cultural sensitivities, and the sensitivities around these issues have changed. 
So like the guy behind it is now excited to create more stories surrounding the Freeman family for modern times. The Boondocks reboot uh, sometime in 2022. Me. Oh, man, it's just, uh, it's going to be so bullshit. What? You got no faith? I got no faith. It's the same dude from last time. Just, I mean, it's obviously it's not the same cast, but like the same dude, like the creative dude behind it. So it's the same guy. I mean, come on, like tap him again. I will give it like a chance, but I don't have faith. Yeah. Ah, it won't be the same, huh? Nah, without the grandfather. Uh-uh. I mean, obviously it's going to be a whole... They're going to recast everybody. But, like, this is a reboot, not a continuation. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, uh...